Hi everyone, welcome to Sustainability with Soren this week. Today, Soren is going to be speaking about a topic that first introduced me to the topic of climate change, the ozone layer. We all hear about the ozone layer and how important it is, but today Soren will break it down to what it is, how we're impacting the ozone layer, and what happens when we impact it. This is one of the most important and grounding concepts when we think about environmental sustainability. So looking forward to hearing what you have to say, Soren. Thank you. So first, I'm gonna be talking about what the ozone layer is. The ozone layer is a part of the Earth's stratosphere that absorbs the sun's radiation. It has a lot of heat in it since it absorbs the radiation and the sun's rays. When it is depleted, it lets the rays and the energy out into the air, which is not healthy for our environment. Now I'll talk about what causes the ozone layer to deplete and what happens when it's less durable. Fossil fuels such as coal, oil, and natural gases are sources of energy that have been used a lot for decades. However, the downside of these fuels is the release of pollutants into the air, such as nitrogen oxides. These pollutants can react with sunlight and heat to create ground level ozone, which is a harmful air pollutant. Ozone ground level can cause respiratory issues and other health problems. Human activity also releases these harmful gases into the air. Humans cause fossil fuels to be made in factories, and factories burn these fuels to make things that we use every day, but burning them also releases harmful gases such as carbon dioxide and sulfur dioxide that can hurt the environment and cause climate change. When these pollutants rise into the upper atmosphere, they can contribute to the depletion of the ozone layer. The depletion of the ozone layer is a serious issue that requires our attention because it can lead to an increase in skin cancer, cataracts, and other health problems. Another reason why the depletion of the ozone layer is bad is because when the ozone layer gets depleted, the heat gets let out, and that results in global warming, which eventually results in climate change as a further issue. Now, I'm going to be talking about how we can help stop the depletion of the ozone layer, mostly the alternatives. It is important to know that there are alternatives to fossil fuels. These alternatives include solar wind and hydroelectric power, which are renewable and do not produce harmful pollutants. Other alternatives include renewable energy, nuclear power, hydrogen, and biomass. Together, we need to direct the use of these clean energy sources and reduce our reliance on fossil fuels to protect the ozone layer and our health. This can be achieved through government policies, which is basically rules that you have to follow, technological advancements, which is how tech can help us um, with alternatives to fossil fuels, and people's actions like conserving energy and using public transportation and supporting renewable energy sources. Here is an example of an advanced way to reduce fossil fuel emissions. There was recently a competition in the state of New Jersey named the Techno Technology Student Association, and my friend Sean won this competition. He created a team, and then him and his team decided to choose a competition called Off the Grid. He had to make a model of a self-sustainable house that would provide enough food and a good lifestyle for four people. 
The sustainable part was not inside of the house, but more the things outside of the house. The first step for Sean and his group was to choose a country and for the house to be located in. Sean and his group chose the country Costa Rica, and for their water source, they chose the Rio Verde River because it moves extremely fast. They created a 20 by 40 garden because it provided enough food for a family of four. One of the most important parts of the project for Sean was solving a problem in his country, Costa Rica. He and his group decided to solve the problem of pollution in the river, so they designed a netting system to catch all the trash in the river. It shoved all the trash to the banks of the river because it was slanted where it could be collected. According to Sean, the technique that we used, that I believe won us the competition, was the technique we used with the trash. The technique that Sean's group used was they burned the trash, and that's not very eco-friendly, but the energy they got when they burned the trash was used to steer the water, which creates electricity for the house. So just by catching garbage, they were able to create electricity for the whole house. Here's a quick excerpt of the interview. The thing that really, I think, won us the competition was the technique we used with the trash. And what we did with the trash is we burned it. And that's not very eco-friendly, you could say, but we're not even burning that much trash. So it's the smoke that comes out is not very relevant. But what we do with that energy that happens when you burn the trash is we, we use it. We use the energy. That steams water, which then goes through a generator, which creates electricity for our house. So just by catching garbage, we're able to pro provide enough electricity for our whole house. Soren, this helps so much in helping connect all these concepts we hear about. Of course, the ozone layer, but also fossil fuels, climate change, and global warming, and how all those things are related. So thank you very much. Happy to talk about it with all of you. So until next time, bye. Bye.